Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the 100th episode of Great British Bake Off this week, and it was the Japanese week! Woohoo! Japanese week with an asterisk beside it, because the very start, I was kind of going... I don't think this is from Japan. Uh, and I was looking online, a lot of people were going, uh, yeah, Japanese week mixed with a bit of India and mixed with a bit of China on top of it. Uh, did you okay. notice that as well? The first the first thing that they started doing, those buns. I thought those buns were from China because every time I'm in London, I go to this little place that has these little buns. They're called Bao Buns, B-O-A, oh my God. They're a little puff of pastry with every, yeah. And I was very down for every single thing that they all made. But part of me was kind of like, we're going intercontinental, I think. Um, What did you think of them? You know what, to be honest with you, when I heard Japanese week, I even said this on air the day, I was like, this sounds very complicated and everything they've done so far has been like, you know, super complicated. And even to compare the brownie week that we thought would be really simplistic and lovely was just unnecessarily complicated almost. I digress and I take that back because I loved this week. And yes, complicated or complex, maybe more, uh, particularly in the matcha crepe cake. I found that very hard to get my head around. But the others are just not worth fab. I really enjoyed this week. I loved the creative flair and I loved the imagination that went into it. Um, so, yeah, no, that, I think this week has been one of my favourite weeks so far. Oh, really? Now, the one thing I did notice about it was, was the fact that Paul Hollywood doesn't like gherkins and something we have in common. I don't get no. those green things from McDonald's. <laughs> I hate yeah, them. He, he's the person that's uh, sitting in the car at the drive-thru going, does anyone want these two gherkins on the garbage? <laughs> <laughs> I'm usually I'm, those green things. Does anyone want these green things that are rank? There's oh. always someone in a friend group who wants the gherkins though i've got friends too who, who love getting the leftover gherkins and what's annoying about the gherkins is i don't necessarily love the uh the texture but i love the flavor of a gherkin yeah. on a mcdonald's burger no you can have my gherkins fan. you can have okay. my gherkins and well, thank as well you. thank you <laughs> but yeah i find it weird that lottie and mark l went up against each other for the burger buns mm. and then all of a sudden paul just drops in yeah we don't like gherkins and it was strange that they had to still make the six of them and but still keep one just for Paul. I always find that he's very sexual when he cuts things. Do you ever notice that? Like, I've never noticed anyone cut anything in my entire life. But anytime I see him as a... I don't know. What I have a couple of um, observations I'd love to talk to you about regarding Paul and yeah. Lottie, which I'll come back to shortly. Oh. Um, like, I don't know. It's it's almost like an After Effects. The editing is they're trying to edit it to create a narrative that very possibly doesn't exist. Let's discuss that more in a sec. Let's start with the first challenge, the steamed buns. I loved these crossy. I would eat every single one of them. Me too. Oh. I just all oh, the meat and the juice and the flavor and mm, and then the bready outside or the the, the the yeah the bready outside is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, but they're just <laughs> Stunning. I, I was a big fan of that round, I have to say. Big, big fan. The burgers, absolutely, yes. I also love... I, every, do you know what? I can't give out about any of them. Absolutely none no. of them. I thought they were all beautiful. And they were simple. Now, I know Laura didn't have a good time. She struggled with that dough. And mm. there was a couple of F-bombs. There was a, and I was like, oh God, this is not going to be Laura's week. You know, she got Starbaker last week. It's yeah. not going to be her week. But yeah, I think the buns thing now, I think she's delighted now, you know, that's over. The buns are gone. 
Mm. Oh, absolutely. 100%. She had a very teary week, Laura, overall, bless her, my little pet. She actually got very upset. My heart did break uh, later on in the episode. Just remind me about the steamed, bun, the steamed buns. This was the round that Lottie and Mark had their kind of head-to-head, wasn't it, initially? Yeah, it was. The, the, yeah. This was a start of it. And everyone started noticing on Twitter, like they obviously have become really good friends because, mm-hmm. you know, they, they kept on, you know, that kind of like friendly banter, banter other, between, like, yeah. between the two yeah. of each other. And I was kind of like, I like this now. And I was kind of Me too. hoping, you know, it would develop. And it has developed in the whole episode. You can see them. They were kind of, you know, I'm going to get this. No, I'm going to get this. No, I'm going to get this. I'm like, no, and it's almost can't. where they were positioned in the tent as well. It's like, you know, you become <laughs> friends with the person you sit beside with in school or college or whatever, that they were just kind of bantering over and back. I really enjoyed their chemistry. It's the first time we've kind of seen that in this season, that kind of camaraderie yet rivalry. You and know, it's nice. It it's nice, yeah. but can I just say, Peter getting his arse handed to him by Paul Hollywood for his uh, for his buns. They were the only ones somehow. I don't know why he just didn't get it. He he didn't have a good start, poor L. Peter. And I just when Paul said something to him, now in fairness, even I went, "Oh, you can't no, do that to him. He's a little no. boy." Ah, no, he's not a little. Oh, let, okay, let's just get into now. I don't want to get it off your chest. What's your issue with this week with poor Peter? Peter, I just look. I'd say he's a lovely kid, and fair. Like I hate because he's, he's a child. A he's a grown man. He's a child. He's only what eleven or something. And I just <laughs> I, I saw Fanula J last night talking about it as well, and I'm totally down with her with it. He's just perfect, Peter. I just think he just he plays it safe, and I don't know. I I don't know what I can't finger point and go. This is the reason why. But I just saw yesterday when Paul handed his arse to him he was like Rossi you're so mean (laughs) I actually was very impressed with Peter this week I remember thinking to myself this boy is incredibly creative thinks outside the box we'll get to his showstopper challenge later on in the episode here when we're chatting and I just thought that was so impressive you're being too hard on Peter. You need to let it go. <laughs> Peter and Dave. I think if I had two that I had to vote off just because voting them off was just nice, I would go, sorry, Dave, it's not your week. Good luck. I find Dave is just too... I, I was saying it to my friend earlier on. I used to go to school with this fella who was always good at everything, like good at it, good at football, good at hurling, good at soccer, always mm-hmm. had nice handwriting, always went on foreign holidays. They had two cars. They also had a basketball thing at their back garden. And they just, you know, you're there just perfect always had the hot girlfriend and I'm yeah. like every time I see Dave I'm like fuck off I don't I think it's just because of the person that I know of and that's uh-huh. the only reason why but I said my, I said it to my friend earlier she Instagrammed me and I was like do you remember your man and she says don't she says every time I see I want to throw a bun at the television I'm like yes so it's not throw me we all, we all have friends like that we're not friends we all know people like that who are you know that perfectness of you know they've got a mortgage first time round age 25 oh I couldn't agree with you more and I do think that is very much Dave and you know the thing about uh, those people I suppose people like that they're always so sound, it's, which makes it even more annoying. <laughs> I try and get over that part. I try and get over that part. I'm like, no, 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 no. But yeah, um, yeah, poor old Dave and Let's Peter. Let's move on to the matcha crepe cakes. What did you make of that as a, as a second challenge? Have you ever, ever smelled matcha? No, is it good? Holy Christ, it is the most disgustingest thing oh, I have really? ever. The only time I have ever experienced matcha tea was myself and Riyadh went for a coffee. Uh, we were over over by Pier Street. Oh, what's it called? Some place over by Pier Street. And we had ourselves a coffee and he was like, oh, I'm on this health buzz, babe. Health buzz babes. I'm having matcha coffee. And I was like, oh, sure, look, I'll have whatever you're having. I had a half a sip 
And I went, oh my God, it was the grossest thing. Matcha tea it kind of cleans out your system and makes you feel good about your life. And it's this beautiful Japanese culture of, of tea. It, it, it's not for me. And I just remember the smell was in my nostrils for about, I'd say a day afterwards. Riyadh still drinks it. I'm a bit no. So I can only imagine the smell of that tent yesterday of the matcha tea. Like it's, there's something, you know, it's that kind of flakiness that's in your mouth. It's, it leaves an aftertaste. It's kind of, yeah, it leaves an aftertaste. So um, to me, when I saw it, I was like, good luck to everyone because they're going to make a balls out of this. And I was relatively surprised about how well they did it. Yeah, they did. I think they did quite well, too. It was good. But like you said, I wouldn't be a huge fan myself either. It's not something I'd be seeking out now, to be honest, if I was going in to get a coffee. I a need player or a matcha bun. Oh, yeah. matcha bun, please. Yeah, the Daves of this world will probably go for the matcha bun. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. I, I think this was the time when Mark L started to fall apart. Oh, do you know what, though? And I know we need to talk about that as a whole little piece because I don't want to get distracted with it and then come back. I'm gutted. Me too. I'm gutted. We'll get to it. But OK, the showstopper, Kawaii, which is uh, means cute and charming. OK, I think they all... Their creativity was out here. This was their opportunity to shine and, you know, almost be quite artistic with their baking. Um, I thought it was great. I think everybody's was so impressive. I think I think uh, Armand did really, really well in this particular challenge as well. I was kind of, I thought she may have deserved Star Baker this week. She had a very strong week. Um, but yeah, what do you think of that challenge overall? Yeah, I loved how Paul said he wanted it to be neat, sharp and professional. And then as soon as I see Hermine's one, I'm like, or Hermine, sorry, I go, oh, her cake, someone, someone tweeted about it saying it's like, you know, it was like the little lady hiding behind the cake. It's like everybody during the pandemic trying to hold on to their life, that they're hiding behind a cake I was like yes <laughs> that is absolutely us and um, I really did like it I was really a big fan of Lottie's jiggle cake it looked yeah. nice it actually you felt like you could taste it through the television I found mm. there was something mm. about it uh, Peter Shuttlecock in fairness to him it looked really nice as well the um, sparklers were class little <laughs> addition like you said it is very like kind of per- perfect Peter-ish to be like to have the extra idea with the sparkler <laughs> How did he even think of that? And how did he request that? Like, what member of staff did he send out to get him sparklers? That's what I want to know. And was he allowed to light it off on his own? Yeah, where was he stashing them? Was he keeping them in his little drawer? Like, did the rest of them know he was going to use sparklers? Because if I saw someone with sparklers on their baking table as they were preparing, I'd be shitting myself thinking oh god your man's pulling out of the bag over there i don't have a sparkler or firework to set off yeah. what am i gonna do all i have is a little wet bun nothing else <laughs> that's all i got hey i know i thought it was a great round though but when it comes to Starbaker and he went home i'm perplexed to say the least do you know what i was very shocked i thought it was i thought laura was gonna go I felt that, you know, Laura really struggled throughout the whole thing, you know, with the dough, with the the crepes kept breaking on her. And then at the end part as well, I really I was shocked. I I honestly. Mm. But then I think I think the only thing is, like, we all know the person who left Mark L. I think what what was the final nail in Mark L's coffin? And he couldn't have come back from it. It was the same during the I think it was the second episode when uh, Sura left when they said it was an it was inedible inedible zero comeback from inedible and I kind of went oh no um I, I kind of I'm, I'm gonna miss the Lottie Markel chats I think we finally mm. got it this week but um yeah he he you know he seemed happy he seemed like you know what he got so far in it that was it everything was great but um I know Markel to me I think should have stayed another week 
even just for the the camaraderie with Lottie and to make good television, I know that's not really necessarily fair to say, but I was surprised because he got so much screen time this week. Um, he was really on camera quite a lot. So to see him go, you're kind of like, oh, I was just really getting to know him and now you're taking him off me. I was kind of gutted from that respect, I think. I, I, kind of, like I was watching it last night and I was kind of going, Hermione and the other Mark didn't really get much screen time last night. There no, wasn't, not at all. And I kind of felt, are they going to struggle next week? Because, you know, they just were, they were there. And they were grand. And that was it. If it was a public vote, it would be unfair, is the way I'd put it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think that, you know, Star Baker of the of the week, you know, Lottie, she deserved it. Paul said this, and it was really interesting, about her cake. He was like, he has never tasted anything as nice as that since he was in Japan. So yeah, can we talk bad. about that? We need to talk about this. Paul Hollywood, what is your views? Dun, 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 on Lottie. You mean in terms of himself and Lottie? Yes, go on. I'm confused because I was just watching the camera editing. Whenever he paid her a compliment, they would zoom in like on a freckle, like a zoom in. You could see a freckle on her face. You can nearly measure the freckles on her face. The way they zoomed in her face, see a reaction. Any mild smile would linger. Um, it, it was kind of trying to create an narrative in my head. Like, do they fancy the whole off each other or what's going on here? Um, is there a little bit of sexual tension? Am I dreaming the whole thing up? Probably. But I feel like the edit is making that happen. Do you get I what I'm saying? Know. I don't know. And I'll tell you why. Because Paul Hollywood has form for being flirtatious with girls who look like Lottie. And we, I remember on day one, I was chatting to someone about it and they were like, guarantee you, Paul Hollywood's going to have the horn for Lottie for the whole couple of weeks. And last night was the first night I was like, they're absolutely right. It's a he, yeah, like they're obviously not doing anything, but he does. You can see he fancies her. You can see he wants her to do well over anyone. And it's that kind of, you know, the blue eyes stare, the cut of the knife and you're kind of going, be the Jesus, get a room but yeah, yeah. definitely but was, was it her who joked to Mark earlier on being like if you end up getting the handshake this week kind of a thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, no I don't know again they could be kind of creating that just for fun uh, just so that we talk about it like we are right now but certainly there seems to be it could just be a completely platonic friendly chemistry but there's a chemistry but we're in a pandemic we're in a lockdown we need something to talk about and this is this exactly this will do we will be watching closely to see if there's any developments about her little freckle her little freckle (laughs) i don't even know if she has freckles i was just trying to make the point (laughs) literally resuming in so hard i was like okay whoa a great whereas like with anybody else they might do a quick like oh like she's delighted she got that compliment or she's gutted she was told off or he, or whatever. Yeah. But in this case, it was just very like elongated. I found several times. A great yeah. line from last night, Paul Hollywood. Initially, you feel a tug, and then it melts in your mouth when he was on about one of the cakes. I was like, "Wow!" <laughs> I just took a slip of tea there, and it <laughs> he did as well. But uh, yeah, do you know what? <laughs> Overall, I'm, I'm thinking about it. Like when I went to bed last night, I was kind of going, oh, "I don't really know." I'm kind of like, "Oh God!" Like I don't know whether I enjoyed it or not. Yeah. I'm looking back. I enjoyed it. I thought no, I really enjoyed this week. I thought it was a good, a good, strong week. As I said, I think my favorite so far. Now, what are we at now? We have how many left at this stage? Five or six? Ooh, hang on. So we've Dave, Mark, Peter, Hermione, Laura, Lottie, Lottie, six. So I think six we've left. got three more weeks left. Okay. And do you have a prediction at this point? I think the winner is either going to be Dave or Peter. I think so. Really? Yeah, I think so. Do you know what? Because I'll tell you why. Last year, your man who won it last year was basically the carbon copy of Dave, but gay. And he was perfect. He, I think his name was Dave as well, actually. Anyway, 
at the, I remember coming up to the final couple of weeks and you know what? He like he wasn't winning, winning, but he was, you know, in and around. He was in and around Consistent. all the time. Consistent. Absolutely. I think Peter's, I think Peter, I don't know about, I, I, I don't think he's going to win. I, I think it's going to be Dave. I think Dave ha- has it in him now for the next couple of weeks. What about yourself? I don't think my girl Laura is going to win it. And I hate to be negative about my pet, but I just feel she's panicking quite a lot. She's getting quite upset. Which again just shows that she's a 360 human being and has feelings and feels pressure like the rest of us. She has a good week, she's a terrible week, a good week, a terrible week. There's no kind of some meeting in the middle as much as I'd love to see her win. Uh, the other mark I'd love to see more of in general. I kind of was really starting to get to know him a few weeks ago and, and I haven't really seen much of him over the, the last couple of weeks. So yeah, I suppose, yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah, Peter is a very strong contender. He's a perfectionist. I think he was very creative this week. I loved, even when he put into the the shuttlecock cake and all the colours and stuff. We really went to town on it. It was great. Um, and like you said as well, Mark, a little bit more quiet, kind of keeping himself to himself, but tipping away and impressing. So I know that's a very long-winded answer, but yeah, I don't want to say it, but you're probably right. Do you think Lottie has a chance of winning, no? I think she's going to be in the final. She's definitely going to be in the final. I, I think she'll she'll probably be the one that will do well out of it. How you do know? they it? Just on that final day. It's on the final they don't day. Nothing else comes into account. Yeah, it's on the final day. It's okay, on the final okay, day. Okay. I'm just looking at some figures here, right? Last night, 7.8 million people watching on Channel 4. Uh, it's oh, the God. biggest non-final episode on Channel 4 to date. Biggest show on TV yesterday and drew in nearly 60% of adults 16 to 34, which is, you know, the kitchen, the key amount. Yeah. 60% yeah. of adults in the UK 1634 were sitting down to watch TV last night. That's incredible. That is That's incredible. Nuts. That is interesting. They probably will never get that figure again when, you know, you'd like to think this time next year people will have more freedom and might be up to different things on a on a Tuesday evening, you know. But still, what a figure to have. Regardless, like it does it doesn't take away from the success of the show or its popularity. It's just interesting that I'm sure sitting down in front of the telly at, at 16 probably won't be as uh, <laughs> exciting for them when they have a little bit more of an opportunity to, to hang out with their friends or whatever next year. No, just a small bit, a small bit, right? This doesn't really affect us because, you know, if it was Ireland, it'd be a bit better. But the Department for International Trade in the UK last night was tweeting about Bake Off and about soy sauce. So I know they were using other soy sauce. We've uh, It's a good thing because we made a cheaper deal thanks to trade deal with Japan. Everyone's there going, no, guys, you didn't. You're talking a load of shite. So in the UK today, they're going crazy at the government for tweeting officially about Bake Off and about okay. how they, if you like, lessened the amount of money on VAT or whatever on soy sauce. Oh, <laughs> and they have like, I mean, they're they're being destroyed. But yeah, uh, drama. I'm just, yeah, I was watching this morning going, it's so weird that Bake Off's on Sky News, not for <laughs> who's in it, but got to do with the government. You're kind of going, how in the name of Jesus? Like, what is going on over there? But yeah. I imagine being uh, one of the team on the show waking up to those calls this morning. <laughs> the government are slating you guys. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, next week is a big week because next week is 80s week and I'm looking forward to it. Like, what was the 80s food that you had? Was a trifle? I know that the last challenge next week is going to be ice cream involved. Can you imagine? Oh, dealing? I'm trying to think, Crossy. I know nothing about 80s food. So oh. trifle, ice cream and jelly vibes. Oh, je- yeah. I think 80s and 90s were kind of the same. Jelly and ice cream. Um, yeah. You had your trifle, uh, Black Forest Scatto, maybe maybe a sponge. What I always had when I was a kid, flapjacks. I loved flapjacks. Did you like flapjacks now? Oh, yes, I did. Love them. Yes, yeah, please. Yeah. Yes, yeah. please. But yeah, so next week should be fun. And who do I think is going to go next week? I would say... It could be Hermione. 
I would say she could be gone. I think Laura might go next week, Ooh, unfortunately. Yeah. I think the shit mm-hmm. is going to start hitting the fan over the next couple of weeks now on Bake Off. We're getting to the end. We're getting we've only a couple of weeks left. So yeah, fingers crossed for Laura that she doesn't leave. I like her as well. She's relatable. She's one of us. She's not like a real, you know, perfectionist star baker like the rest of them. But yeah, mm-hmm. um, until next week. That is until been next week. Japan week. Just remember as well to, uh, if you're listening, if you want to get involved in the conversation, make sure to tweet us at Dublin's FM or at FM104 on Twitter. Yay. Talk to you next week, Crossy. Well, I'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> I'll talk to you in like 10 minutes. <laughs> A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.